Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to the second solo episode of this show. And today I want to talk to you about the personal brand authority quartet for creative entrepreneurs. And not only for creative entrepreneurs, it's also something that will help you build success in your career, whether you have a service-based business or you, even if you have a day job, um, it will definitely help you build authority in your market. Are you ready? Let's get mindful of this. Yo, yo, what's up, creative entrepreneurs? Sagi here, and welcome to the Mindful and Ruthless podcast. The podcast where we'll talk about online businesses, personal branding, marketing, storytelling, blogging, high achievement, mindfulness, relationships, productivity, and so much more. Everything we need in order to build a life of impact, in order to build a full stack life. Hey everybody, what's up? So today we're going to talk about the personal brand authority quartet. And what does it mean? So basically, let's start with the word quartet. Some of you are actually even asking yourself what the F is a quartet. So in music, a quartet is an ensemble of four singers or instrumental performers or a musical composition of four voices or instruments. The way I see it, if you make sure to play the personal brand authority quartet symphony, the echo would be the beautiful sounds of opportunities hitting you from all directions of your theater. So the way I see it is, if you make sure to play the personal brand authority quartet symphony in your career, the echo would be the beautiful sounds of opportunities hitting you from all directions of the theater. Hope you like that. So um, in order to be a personal brand and build authority in your market, uh, if, whether you want to be a personal brand or you, know, you want to have a brand of your own or even if you're an independent creative, right? Or you have a service-based business or even if you have a day job and you want to get hired in, a, in the next place, you know, or even get a raise, anything like that, you need four things to have in place, right? So the first one, let's go over them real quick and then we'll dig deep into each one. So the first one is professionality. It's like showing you know your stuff. The second one is networking being everywhere, offline and online. The third part is creating content, and we'll talk about what that means. And the fourth part is pitching and selling. Now, those four aspects are what you need to have in place. Now, before I get into each and every one, I just wanna say, they, there is a hack. Like, basically, you can have three in place and still be successful um, as a personal brand, but just know that if you don't have content in place, and so you don't have a personal brand. And again, when I say personal brand, I don't mean a brand that says like, you know, Sagi Schreiber, like it doesn't mean like that. I mean it like mindful and ruthless is a personal brand because there is someone behind it and that's me. And there is a confusion when it comes to personal brands and the way I see it, it doesn't mean that it has to be under your name. It just means it's personal. And we'll talk about what that means in future podcast episodes, but now let's dig deep into the four uh, items in the quartet. So the first one is professionality. And when I talk about professionality, I mean experience, right? It's, it's like a mixture of both, like experience and talent. So you might be very experienced in what you're doing, but you might not be. And then if you have talent, that makes up for it. So you might be very talented in what you're doing and experience, which is really, really good. But you might be just like very talented and not have a lot of experience. Now, a lot of you might not be experienced or feel talented and you feel like a lot of people are way more talented than you and a lot of people do already have experience in the field that you're in. Don't worry because again, you need three out of the four in order to be super successful and with time, you'll build professionality. 
when I started my blog, Pixel Perfect, here in Israel, I was no professional. I was just, you know, beginning my journey. But because I shared, I created content, I networked, and I was good at pitching and selling, then the professionality aspect, it could take a backseat, it, it, it took a backseat, and um, it was building up massively, massively as I went along. And also, the thing about professionality is you need to be a hard worker. Like there's no way to reach uh, great experience or, you know, you can reach great experience, but you can't be developing any talent if you don't work hard and be consistent um, and always be in a learning state of mind. Like even now, when I'm, you know, uh, I had a couple of communities, the communities are making me six figures. I'm pretty successful as you, know, you can say, but I'm also um, always learning, always buying every online course that, you know, Amy Porterfield or, or all my, you know, other people out there in the industry, Russell Branson and those kind of people uh, put out. I'm actually buying it and I'm learning from them. I, I always keep learning. I, I'm trying to learn their methods. And I also listen to the strategy they share in those um, courses. And I also have coaches and I'm in mastermind groups. And I'm always, always, always looking to, um, to grow myself, like grow my talent and my skills and my experience while I'm doing that. All right. There are people that, um, you know, have a lot of experience but have no talent. I know those kind of people because basically they haven't developed their skills because they're just not learning. So always be in a learning state of mind, right? Um, and always the second, the, the other part of it is like always show your skill out into the world. So for instance, if you're a designer, you want to have a portfolio out there, right? But you also need a Dribbble account or a Behance account or like those kind of like, you know, social platforms where designers are at. So you need to make sure you show your, you show your skills out there, right? Or maybe in Instagram or uh, always show your skill. And we'll talk about creating content later, but just make sure you show your professionality out into the world because that's part of building your authority. You need to make sure that people know you. People know you and people know that you're either experienced or talented or working on it, okay? So now let's get to the second item in the quartet. It's networking. Now, when I say networking, I mean either showing up uh, to events offline or online, okay? And it's a mixture of both. You can't just be online. Although I, I mean, I, maybe you can, but I don't know a lot of people that do. You have to be offline and online. You have to network like physically with real people, like face-to-face -face in events. Uh, but you also need to be online in all the places where they hang out because people at an everyday level, they hang out on Facebook, in specific Facebook groups or specific communities or in Instagram, you know, following like someone or I don't know, like where they're at, you need to be as well, like in webinars and stuff like that. You just need to be where people are at. Now, about events. Some of you may say, I live far away from where all the events are happening. That's okay, like me too. By the way, I am from Israel. Most of my audience is in the US. So what I do is I just fly out to the US two or three times a year and you know I network over there like crazy. I, I make sure to maybe you know get into a couple of conferences at one time um, and, and make sure to make the most out of it. I network as much as I can when I'm there, but I know that I can't be there all the time, at least not for now. So. Make sure you network offline and online. Now, uh, there's a couple of things to mention. One thing is who do you network with? So the people you should network with are people that are higher up the ladder than you. Also with people that are lower down the ladder than you. And also people that are exactly at your level. 
And those three people are, those three kinds of people are people that will really, really help you out. Um, and I'll, I'll say exactly how. So people that are higher up the ladder, if you network with them, obviously they will pull you up, right? And you can learn a lot from them. And any opportunity that, come from, that comes from someone that, has, that is higher up the ladder um, is amazing for you and your business and your brand. So uh, that's one thing that's pretty obvious. People that are um, at your level, are people that you can create amazing collaborations with and you can both pick each other up and help each other grow, okay? And when I'm saying that, I'm saying like join masterminds. Like this is like amazing. This is like a mastermind. You should make sure that actually when you join a mastermind, most people are actually higher up the ladder than you. Um, but, you know, always try to connect with people that have kind of like the same ambitions as you and are kind of, you know, like in your same interest zone. Okay, and people that may have the same experience or the same talent or the same mixture, mixture of both, you need to connect with people that you can lift them up and they can lift you mutually. And then joint ventures are created. Okay, look at how Pat and JLD and Amy Porterfield and all those people like create, like they do joint webinars, they promote each other's courses. They make sure each, each, of, each and every one of them succeeds in the market. They work together. Um, so you should also connect with people on your level and grow. Okay, so that's the people on your level and the people below you, right, a few steps behind you are the people that you can take and help them get to their next level. And that's priceless. That's the value that you put out to the market and that you get back tenfold, whether it be it's in karma, the way I believe it, like I believe in karma and it comes back to you. Um, but it's just like, you know, helping people, there's no other, like there's no better feeling um, and those people, by the way, some of them are going to be amazing success stories later. And therefore, they might actually mention you and there will be amazing testimonials and you'll have great friends out of that. So um, always look for the people below you that you can lift up. And obviously, that's going to be your community when you're building your personal brand. Okay, but you need to network with those people. Like when you're building your personal brand and community, the people that are your audience should be people that you will be happy to sit down for coffee with. All right, coffee or tea or whatever. So, all right. So um, that's like the three, uh, you know, kinds of people that you need to network with. And now you also need to bring value into every conversation. Like you need to think what is the value that you can bring to any conversation? Because it's not about, um, it's not about like just, sometimes you can bring value, obviously for people that are a few steps uh, behind you, you can Definitely help them in the same field that you're at, but people that are higher up the ladder than you, then what is your value that you can give to them? You need to think about that. When I first reached out um, and I met like physically, I met Pat Flynn um, at his meetup in San Diego. I wanted to uh, network with him in a way that will make him remember me. I waited over half an hour in line to talk to him. There was like so many people talking to him. I said, like, how is Pat going to remember me, right? What is the value that I can give him? Um, obviously, you know, I teach people how to build their personal brands, but that's not going to really help me because Pat is the master of that, uh, one of the best in the world. So obviously I can't help him with that. But what I can help him with is um, design. I come from a design background. I worked with companies such as Fiverr and Similar Web and had my own startups and like, I'm, I'm one of the best designers out there. I know that. So I know I can help him. So I just told him like when I, when I met him, I'm like, Pat, hey man, like, first of all, I made sure I bring value. Like you helped me. I told him, you helped me so much, man. Like I would really love to also help you back and kind of like pay, 
just just give back um, to everything all the help that you gave me along the way with your podcast and I would love to help you with any design uh, that comes your way I would love to you know offer you design services for free just let me know if you have any project that you need help with and I'll, I'll be happy to to give you help with so um, lo and behold you know time passed and I got on his mastermind and he interviewed me for his podcast obviously like and if you, you probably heard that as well if you haven't go to SPI episode 326 I'm there so and then also um, This is something that is is crazy but I don't know if you a lot of you you know but I'm actually now in charge of the um, of the branding of Flincon one which is Pat's first um, first conference so it's a huge conference going down in July 2019 in San Diego so if you haven't heard of it go and buy your ticket because I hope they won't be sold out uh, but um, Anyways, uh, we just created an amazing logo. Um, as of now, right now, it hasn't been out yet. The logo is ready, but it hasn't actually been published. So it's going to be pro- probably you're going to see it in the next uh, week or two weeks or so. Um, where we made this amazing logo <clears throat> and being in charge of this, like in the branding of this huge conference is amazing. Like it's a, it's a great opportunity for me um, and I'm very happy for it and I'm very happy to work with Pat. So again, networking with people above the ladder, think about what value you can give them. Uh, below you is people that you can obviously bring value to and people like, um, you know, around like your, your same level, think again about like, they probably have strong uh, spots where they can help you and you, can, you probably have strong uh, points where you can help them. So anyways, Um, think about that and that's how f- collaborations are formed now another thing about networking is you have to be friendly now in Israel we have a term for that it's called Hevreman it's it's just a way of saying like you know always be friendly to people and and enjoy have just like in, have it in your character to enjoy having people around you now a lot of you might be saying you Uh, oh of course I'm like that and some of you might be saying well I'm not really a people's person I'm actually also an introvert so Sagi what the heck do you want from me with this networking thing so um, I'll tell you what first of all I am not um, a, an extra a fully extroverted person like I definitely have my introvert parts I sometimes go to conferences and I definitely don't want to talk to anybody <laughs> it's like um, I am super shy um, I was a shy kid and I grew up pretty pretty I came up pretty shy um, but I'm working on it you know what because put that away your brand and your influence is so much more important than you know you thinking you're an introvert just get over it and go talk to people network with people and again if you if that's like your uh, not your strong suit then don't worry you can still have professionality content and pitching and selling in place and you'll have a great brand but also yet you need to be there and you, you need to be um, Uh, approachable right um, and that's the fourth part and last part about networking it's being approachable and this week I had a call um, and a mastermind call with my people in the my formless mastermind and they actually put me on the hot seat and they told me why they joined the program and uh, one of the things that came up over over um, like with a lot of them was that I was approachable they heard me on SPI and they thought you know obviously this guy's you know successful and busy and doesn't have time for us to Um, but I was very approachable and if you're in my Facebook group in the my phone rules Facebook group you definitely know I'm approachable and also uh, just know right now uh, you podcast people are my people right and I am there for my people I actually give free 15 minute coaching calls uh, with my 
people. So um, what I would love to invite you for is one of those calls if you need any help with your business and building your personal brand. So you can book a call with me in sagishreiber.com slash call. It's sagishreiber.com slash call or mindfulandruthless.com slash call. And uh, you'll be able to book a call with me. So just know, like, and be approachable to your people as well. Sound good? Um, it's not only your people. It's like calls like with people that just, sometimes people just like direct message me in Instagram and say, hey, I would love to connect. Uh, what do you have going on? You know, and I, I'm like, okay, let's hop on a call and see. Um, sometimes you meet new people like that. And sometimes um, it just, it's just great to talk to people, um, even if not in your field, to kind of like get to network with other people that are not you. So again, being friendly, being approachable, um, helping people, giving value, and reaching out to people that are above you and below you and at the same level as you. All right, so let's go on to the third part of the quartet, which is creating content. Now, if you're not planning to build a personal brand, and you're like, I just want to be really good. Like, you know, I want to have leads all the time and, and clients coming in, in my service-based business. Or you're saying, I have a day job. I don't want a personal brand. I just want to be hired by the best companies out there or get a raise when I want to. Then, okay, you may not need to create content. I would say that's a total, like, you're missing out on one of the best things ever that can be for your career. Like, I would definitely say that you're missing out uh, usually missing out like then so but if you really really do um not want to create content they just have professionally professionality networking and uh, master selling in place in order for you to get anything you want in your career just remember that but creating content so i think that content and creating content is the is is the biggest value that you can give people because think about it for a second if you are uh let's say creating uh you're giving free coaching calls to your people, right? That's the networking aspect. And you, let's say you're helping like eight to 10 people a week, right? You, obviously you're working, so you don't have time to help the whole world, but like eight to 10 people a week, you're really, really helping them with free phone calls. Great. I mean, uh, eight to 10 people, that's awesome. But when you're putting out content, valuable, valuable content, you can help thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people at time and that's amazing the power of even facebook lives and all those kind of stuff gave us now a platform to create content that's valuable that can help men like basically in a one-to-many um form and that's awesome um so definitely take advantage of that in your market because that's one of the key things that will build your authority in the market now um I believe that's the true value that we can give out to the world and create massive impact. We all want to live a life of impact and content is the way to do it, all right? Now, there are two forms of content. One is long form and one is short form and let's talk about both. So, long form. Long form are blogs, podcasts, YouTube, um, you know, the things that take, uh, they're, they're usually harder to create, okay? They take more time to create and more effort you're like, oh my God, I put my sweat, blood, and tears into this article, right? Like, if it's a good article, you feel like that. Um, you feel like you gave birth to something out there through the world. That's the way, at least the way I feel. If you put out there, uh, if you put content out there, you probably can relate. Um, so with everything that I do, even this episode, this podcast episode, by the way, just so you know, like I, I actually sat down, I prepared this podcast episode. It took me a long while. I, later, uh, I went on to record and I, it didn't turn out well. I re-recorded again. And when I re-recorded again, uh, accidentally, it was um, not set to my mic. It was set to my uh, default speakers. So the sound wasn't great. 
And I only cut that in 15 minutes into the episode, 15 minutes into the episode. And then I just, um, I just told myself, okay, Sagi, like you want the best for your people. You want to create good content. So I deleted that and I restarted <laughs> just like everything from scratch. Um, and now we're at uh, 20 minutes in, especially in this, uh, specifically in this recording. And um, I'm happy I did that because again, like content that's good is hard to create, but it gives a lot of value and inspiration to others and drive them to take action. And uh, it really, really, you know, creates your authority in the market while also giving value to others. So it's a win-win. It's the best thing that you can do for yourself, I think, as a creative entrepreneur, as a creative professional. Um, definitely do that if you can. And you know what? It's not a matter if you can. You can. Just do it. <laughs> um, and there's different ways to do it. And, and, and we'll talk about that in future podcasts. But just so you know, Creating long-form content is important and you should definitely make the effort in order to do so. Don't make yourself excuses. I don't have time. I don't, you know, like I'm going to talk about a webinar that I'm hosting uh, soon. So just know that there's a webinar that I'm going to discuss those points. Um, but basically the one-to-many approach and giving a lot of people inspiration all at once is the best thing that you can do for your career and your brand. So um, it also shows people that you know your stuff, okay? It, chose your professionalism. Um, it also, you might be teaching when you're writing, but but you are also learning so much. So I used to even make articles about stuff I wanted to learn about. So while I'm researching that, I'm actually writing an article on you know what I learned. Um, back then when I switched to a new app uh, on my Mac called Sketch for Design, um, I used to use Photoshop and everybody used Photoshop for web design and stuff like that and application design. And uh, one day this app kind of came out. It's, it was called Sketch. It was new. Nobody almost knew it. Um, but, you know, I was, I knew my shit. I, I was really deep in the game networking with people that started working with it. And um, I said, I'm going to give it a shot. So I gave it a shot. Um, I was one of the first people, uh, you know, in the world to write about it. Um, and it created a massive article that, um, got tons of tons of tons of uh, reactions uh, from people and got me to uh, people just you know got me to um, um, to host workshops at their companies and stuff like that just call me out uh, call me up to uh, to give them a workshop in their company in order to learn sketch and stuff like that I became that I became like one of the gurus of sketch uh, very 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 early on um, and that's before I was actually really good at sketch it was just like taking the leap and trying out Sketch, understanding it's a better app than Photoshop and writing about it, you know? So it's basically me sharing my uh, experience, okay? So you don't have to really, really, really know your shit uh, of what you write. You have to just write everything you wanna write about that interests you. And then you research it and create a great article and then people will follow, okay? Um, and you can also, and, and the Sketch thing is a good example of something I called share, don't tell. It's something that um, I, I always kind of like try to share my experience. Um, so it's if you're afraid of writing about your, um, you know, your field, if you feel you're not professional enough, then don't worry about it. Share, don't tell, just share your experience. When I started out, I shared my, I was a freelancer, so I shared my contract um, of, you know, how I, uh, of my retainer with my um, clients. It's one of the most downloaded items on my uh, Israeli blog. And I shared uh, new tricks that I learned, uh, new stuff in CSS and HTML and all those kind of stuff that really helped others. So 
share, don't tell, and create long-form content. You can decide on the platform, the blog, the podcast, the YouTube. Like You have to start with the blog the way I see it. I think that the blog is the most important thing that you can start with. Um, so start with the blog. Um, I would say with the blog also, obviously, a weekly newsletter. And then after that, choose your second tier, which is podcast or YouTube or whatever form of long-form content you want. So... Um, now let's talk about short form content. Short form content is basically, um, you know, Instagram stories, Facebook posts, uh, stuff which are usually um, very fast to create. They don't deserve so much. They don't take so much time to create. Um, to create them in a quality manner, they do deserve some. They do take some effort, but they will not take a lot of your time. That's for sure. And you can create them, and you need to create them very frequently. Like um, when I started blogging, the long form uh, type, I blogged because I had a day job and a wife and two kids and like the mortgage and everything like that. I had the whole life, right, uh, going on. And I had Pixel Perfect, my Israeli blog, and I had Hacking UI, my international blog. So I used to write once in two months, uh, one article, very, very quality article in two months, every two months. And that was very um, impactful. But the short form now we need to have the short form on a daily basis, even a couple of times a day, like Instagram stories. You got to need to be on that. Everybody here needs to be on Instagram stories. Share the behind the scenes of what you're doing. Get people to um, give them the, the glimpse into your life. Give them the, the behind the scenes of your life. Tell them what your processes are, how, what you're thinking, how are you working. Actually, I'm not feeling I'm enough on Instagram stories. If you follow me on Instagram, if you haven't, Sagi Schreiber, just go and follow me on Instagram. Um, I share a lot, but I definitely feel I'm not sharing enough. I'm seeing um, amazing gurus sharing so much. Like the really, really successful entrepreneurs, and you can see that, are sharing all the time on Instagram stories, on their feed, in their Facebook, and they're always there right um so i'm trying to learn and i'm trying to elevate my game you can too it's like a muscle you need to work it you need to at the beginning it's not comfortable getting in front of a camera and stuff like that but hey it's very important for your brand okay again it's like putting yourself in front of your audience and your people and what what's the thing about you know professionality and creating content like it's all about a thing that i really believe which is people people work with you because you inspire them, okay? It's like something that I really believe in. People work with you because you inspire them. So just think of it, like when was the last time you worked with someone? Uh, did they inspire you? Um, or do you have people you wanna work with because they inspired you? And people that are working with you, are they working with you because you're just really good at what you do or because you inspired them in some way, right? So people work with you because they inspire them and like creating content again, like we bring so much opportunities to you and the constant content will give people a glimpse into your life, will make you seem more approachable, more human, right? Even if you're like very high up the ladder, it will make it seem like show your human side, right? So again, Facebook posts, Instagram stories, um, even like, I don't like, I think Pinterest is short form in a way. Um, and also you have a lot of ways to um, automate processes with that. So you have like um, Tailwind for Pinterest or Planoly for uh, Instagram stories and Buffer for Facebook and stuff like that. So you can definitely like, you know, try to automate uh, some of those stuff, but don't um, don't go too far, right? Uh, Twitter, I didn't even mention Twitter. It's a great platform for short form content. Uh, you can just share your thoughts in like very short form. So remember to create short form. So every great personal brand uh, creates also long form content and short form content. Now, 
there are two main themes of content you need to create if you're creating content. So one is inspiration and motivation, uh, inspirational and motivational, sorry. And the second one is educational. So every piece of content you create, make sure it's either inspirational and motivational or it's educational. Now, both of them, um, and like Chris Ducker says, th there's a third aspect called entertainment. But I think like the two of them should be entertainment. Like entertainment is the main key. Um, and, and, you know, you need to be good at telling stories. You need to be good at like entertaining. It, it can be boring, right? You can teach, even if you teach a great, like you can make a, a beautiful um, content, which is educational, a beautiful, a beautiful piece of content. Like, you know, you're talking about this very relevant uh, strategy, right? But if you're talking like, you know, in, in, in a way that is not interesting and you're don't have any tonation and you're talking like a robot and very slow, people will not listen to you. Okay, so educational content should be entertaining, uh, inspirational and motivational, obviously entertaining. So um, you need to think about entertainment while you're creating these, but um, don't let these things hold you back. Just remember inspirational, motivational or educational content. Okay, and when I say inspirational and motivational, it's not, me it's not just you saying to the camera, hey, what's up? So today I want you to think about yourself. You do you, uh, you know, it's like not that kind of motivational speaker kind of thing. I'm talking about even sharing your life, like um, you living the life, the way that you preach to your community. Um, I try to share my, my time with my kids and my family and stuff like that, because, hey, like that's what I'm building. I'm building what I call the full stack life. I'm trying to create success in every area of my life. And that's what that's like my main mission is um, to have complete freedom of my time, complete freedom of my location and and, and my, um, you know, my complete freedom of a financial situation. So when you build freedom, then you want to share the process to building freedom and you want to share your life. You want to um, inspire others to do the same. Um, so. When I go and work out, I try to share when I work out. And when I uh, do something which I think can motivate others, I share it. Um, if I'm with my family, it's motivating to, for others to maybe even just like uh, understand, like create, do something with their families. Like I saw um, a good friend of mine, um, Roy Provarchik, Roy Provarchik, and you, should, you should definitely need to follow him, find him on Instagram and on Facebook, uh, Roy Provarchik. And... Um, this guy has amazing stories. And in one of his stories, um, he's a growth marketer. And in one of his stories, I saw him once uh, go out with his daughter to the cinema. Just take her out to the cinema. She's like, um, she's five and uh, he just took her to the cinema. And I'm like, oh my God, like I never went alone with Leah, my daughter, one-on-one, -on -one, like father-daughter to the cinema. I can't believe I haven't done it yet. So um, if a couple of weeks later, I just took her to the cinema. Like, it was amazing. It was so, so much fun. Roy, Roy provided me with the inspiration and motivation to do this with my daughter. And obviously, it's a good thing for both of us, right? Like, it's like, it helped me, like, live a better life. Like, this is an experience which I will remember. I will for, for sure remember the first time I went with my daughter to the cinema. So, um, again, like, inspire others, create Inspirational, motivational content, and also educational, where you teach them stuff that you know. Now, I'm getting to the fourth and last part of the quartet, and that's master pitching and selling. You have to master pitching and selling. Like, we have to be as good as we can at pitching and selling. Um, now, I wouldn't say, like, you know, pitching is kind of like... Um, 
pitching is like you know like it says like it's pitching like your your um, services your offers um, of being able to speak out loud about what you're offering out there to the world and creating great offers right that's pitching and it's like also setting the frame uh, which is needed in order for you to pitch so that's like the pitching the art of pitching the art of selling is conducted of like you know selling itself and then closing which is like you have to be really good at selling your services or whatever you're when you were like at the at the point of sale right uh, when you're actually speaking to people that you're selling to right you have to be really good at that but but you also have to be really good at um, closing because a lot of people sell really well they just don't close and then they stay broke so we as creative entrepreneurs we need to be and, and any creative professional we need to be good at pitching and selling um, because when you're in front of an audience or client or anything you need to be a master of, of this and you need to be good at pitching, at storytelling, there are skills to master. Um, I wanna give you a few books that will really, really help you. Um, before I do that, I just wanna say, remember at any point where you know you need to pitch and you need to sell and you need to close and you're in front of the person that you're pitching to, a lot of us have this kind of feeling of, oh my God, oh my God, like, you know, they, they, we feel nervous. We feel kind of scared. We feel, oh my God, maybe I shouldn't say my price. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Hey, you know what? Say your price out loud. Be proud of that. Think like a business person. You are a business person and you're building a business, an online business, a personal brand, whatever you want to call it. You're building yourself, all right? And you need to build your financial success in the world. Master pitching and selling in any point or form. If you don't have pitching and selling, I mean, if you have professionality, networking and creating content in place, obviously the selling will come, the pitching and selling will come. And you know, if you're not good at that, it will happen anyways because you're creating so much value out into the world and that people will buy from you and wanna buy from you. But you need to be good at pitching and selling if you really wanna create massive success. Look at Russell Branson. He's a master of those things, okay? So storytelling, by the way, is a major aspect and um, setting up frames is a major aspect of those kind of things. So um, I want to give you a few books to read. Um, I already mentioned them in the newsletter. If you're not signed up to the newsletter, make sure you sign up to the Mindful and Ruthless newsletter. You can go to mindfulandruthless.com slash newsletter and sign up. Now, the books are this. Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. It's an amazing, amazing book. Um, like he shares how to become an expert in your industry, how to tell a great story. He teaches the perfect webinar script, which is basically kind of like the perfect pitch script. Um, and it's, it's just an amazing book uh, with a great examples and I love it. So uh, Expert Secrets, that's one. Um, by the way, when you listen to this book or read it, you make sure to take a lot of notes. Uh, make sure to have always somewhere to take notes because it's so massive. I, have t I had to hear it like three times in order to just like kind of get stuff out of there and I'm sure I'm going to hear it again. So Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. Um, Pitch Anything by Oren Clough. Pitch Anything is an amazing, amazing uh, book, which is um, talking about how to, again, how to pitch anything. I mean, uh, it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty obvious um, that this is what it's about, but he's talking about the croc brain and how you can, how you drive emotion when you're pitching and how you set up frames. Frames are basically perspectives. So uh, whenever people are, you know, are in a situation where, you know, one wants to sell someone like uh, something, then you're in a situation of pitching and therefore you need to understand that you have your own perspective and your own frames. And the other person has also some frames. For instance, when a cop pulls you aside on the road, <laughs> right? Um, then 
you obviously have your frame. I was, you know, I was, your, your perspective is, I was in a hurry, my daughter, I need to pick her up from daycare, whatever, right? Um, I was in a hurry to get to, uh, to, uh, to her from work. So I, I, I speed, I, I speed it like up and, and went over the limit. The officer though, he comes with a better frame. You know why? Because his frame is the moral frame, the frame of the law. And he's like, dude, <laughs> you, you broke the law, man. Like, you, <laughs> you get a ticket. So you can't say anything about it, right? Anything. You're just like, there's no way to, to top that. <laughs> um, so th- those are frames. And when you're in a position where you're now negotiating, right? You have a client and you have a product and you want to pitch a client, uh, your client the product or whatever and, and uh, the potential client. So there's an exchange going on. There's frames that the client comes with and frames that you come with and you know how to... Uh, so this book is amazing. It's really, really, really good. So you have to read it. Pitch Anything by Oren Klopp. Now, another great book that I would love to recommend is Sell or Be Sold by Grant Cardone. It's a, a, a way of life, Sell or Be Sold. It's kind of like he, he's talking about you always are being sold to or you're selling something. There's no middle ground. And uh, even if your kids come up to you and when they want something, they're selling you something. Um, Any time that you're with your, uh, I don't know, you're staying with your um with your partner, um, you know, your wife or your husband, you're still, you're like every day you have to sell yourself on staying with those people, right? Like, you always are selling yourself or selling to another person or being sold to something, all right? That's why, uh, you know, there's the term like that grass is always greener um, and stuff like that. That's because people are like being sold to all the time. So you, you're always being sold to uh, by all directions. And you need to think about like all the state of mind of like sell or be sold. Uh, great book by Grant Cardone. Um, now, another great book I want to uh, I want to tell you about was mentioned on Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson is... The Hero's Two Journeys. Um, it's actually an audiobook or an audio CD. There's no uh, book for that. It's only audio, um, but it's on Amazon. The Hero's Two Journeys by Michael Hagg and Christopher Vogler. Now, those two are like screenwriters for Hollywood. Like Hollywood um, screenwriters come to those guys for mentoring and for to check their scripts before any Hollywood movie. So those are like amazing people. And, they, and this is like a recorded workshop that they hosted. And it's an amazing value-packed book that you really really have to read like um so here was two journeys it's it's um it's amazing i i really really recommend it um so it tells about the the story um itself and how every story is built and when you when you learn that you need you start to understand how you can pitch yourself um to others and kind of like express yourself and also help sell to others because there's a couple people in every screenwriting. Anyways, it's it get, it's getting complex. But there's like you know the 15% mark, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark of every story, and then the closing of every story. And that frame can help you really sell anything. Write any great email or um, be on stage and give a great talk. So heroes two journeys. Um, <clears throat> mind-blowing and talking about uh public speaking uh ted talks ted talks is an amazing amazing uh book um ted talks is basically it's it's by the founder or not founder by like um the the ceo he came on later of of ted um so it's like it's an amazing book that gives a lot of great examples about storytelling and speaking and public speaking um full of examples from actual talks by by you know um by the actual speakers um so it's amazing ted talk by chris anderson so that's ted talks now uh the last uh, last but not least is building a story brand 
by Donald Miller. Building a Story Brand is one of the best books that I've ever read. It's short, it's to the point. It basically talks about, kind of like the Heroes to Journeys, it talks about the, the story framework. It's very similar because it's, every story is the same. But it gives you a perspective where it says, if you're building a landing page or selling anything, then you need to put the, uh, the, the client in place of the hero. The client is the hero and not you. And a lot of companies present themselves as the hero. And you need to always think about like, where can I present the client, the potential client as the hero? And then basically give you a framework to do that. So it's amazing, amazing and full of insights, building a story brand by Donald Miller. So those are the books that I recommend for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, like going back and now thinking about the quartet, right? It's a symphony. You have to play each, 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 um, you know, each instrumental part. Right? It's like either it's like four voices of, in, of, of a symphony or four different instruments and you have to play every instrument in a good way. <clears throat> Again, you can only master um, so much, right? Uh, there's this expression saying, um, um, sorry, I forgot the, <laughs> the expression. Um, um, okay, got it. A jack of all trades, a master of none. So there's like this expression that says like if you try to be a jack of all trades, you never master anything. I second that. And in this full stack life that we're building, we're saying, fuck that. We're going to create success in every aspect of our life. And we're going to create success and we're going to master every part of these things. We're going to be professional. We're going to network like we're, you know, network like there's no tomorrow. And we're going to create awesome epic content, both for long form and short form, and we're gonna pitch and sell in the best possible way. And hey, look at Russell Branson. With years later, this guy's become a monster, creating multi-million dollars, okay, like billions. <laughs> this guy's crazy, is, is creating, uh, like, I don't know his network, but um, he's mastering, like, creating a lot of short form content, a lot of long form content. He's super professional. He's networking everywhere. He's pitching and selling, he's the master of pitching and selling. And he gives so much value out into the world. Like I learned so much from this guy, um, and I buy so much from him too. But I get like I feel I'm getting my worth. I'm not saying he's a sales, you know, is you know just like he might come off a bit strong when he sells. But hey, this guy gives so much value, and I feel like I'm getting my money's worth with everything I buy from him. So again, like uh, it's a great example, I think. Like and also look at. Everybody, hey, um, you know, Pat Flynn, look at how much content he's producing. He's definitely professional. He knows it to pitch and sell. He's a master networker, um, showing up in conferences and staying after his talks to network with people that come up to him. Like any professional creative entrepreneur that you know uh, is, is basically, it has, they have the, the quartet in place and they're playing the quartet symphony. They are, they might be a jack of all trades, but they are definitely master of some. Right. And um, just remember, you have to have three out of the four professionality, networking, content and selling. You have to have three out of the four in order to succeed. But when you have all four in place, you are building yourself an amazing personal brand, an amazing career and a long lasting career, which is also very important. 
Now, before I finish uh, this episode off, I just want to say that next week I'm hosting a webinar about how to build a kick-ass personal brand. Now, 2019 is a year you should do that, definitely. And if you want to learn more and kind of like dig deeper into some of the parts that uh, I discussed here and also... Um, we're going to talk about stuff that I know trouble you right now, stuff that you're saying to yourself, like, I'm not a professional, how can I write? Or I don't have time with my day job and all, or with my service, uh, with my clients. I'm, you know, I feel burnt out. Like, I, I feel I don't have the energy or I don't have support. So all those stuff we're going to cover. And we're also going to cover um, the vision that you need to have in place, you know, to really, really crush your goals and be focused on what you're doing. Because I know a lot of us creatives, we lack focus. So we're going to talk about that as well. And we're going to actually build your vision. It's going to be a practical, not just a webinar where I teach. It's going to be a practical workshop. So I hope you guys um, join me there. It's going to be um, on Thursday. And all you have to do is just go to mindfulandruthless.com slash webinar. Again, mindfulandruthless.com slash webinar, and you'll be able to um, sign up for this webinar. Again, limited spots. Uh, I'm not, I don't want to have too many people on uh, live and hope to see you there. So everybody have a great day now, wherever you are in the world, and I'll catch you on the next one. It's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. The show notes for this episode will be available at mindfulandruthless.com slash podcast. And if you can, I would love to ask you for your help. It would help me so much if you would take a minute to rate this show on iTunes. As a way of saying thanks for your reviews, I will be giving away a prize once a month to one awesome person that left a great review. Are you that awesome person? All you have to do is just go to mindfulandruthless.com slash rate. This will launch iTunes in your device. Then all you have to do is scroll down to the bottom if you're on your iPhone or mobile device. Or if you're on your laptop, just click the ratings and reviews tab up on the top of the screen. Simply write the show and leave a review and you will automatically be enrolled in the chance to win a cool prize of the month. So have an amazing day, night, wherever you are in the world. And remember to always be mindful of your time, relationships and well-being and always be ruthless with your gut feeling, with your work ethics and don't let anybody take you off your path, my friend. Just make sure you show your professionalism out into the world because this part of building your authority, you need to make sure that people know you. People know you and people know that you're either experienced or talented or working. So the people you should network with are people that are higher up the ladder than you, also with people that are lower down the ladder than you, and also people that are exactly at your level. you're putting out content, valuable, valuable content, you can help thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people at a time. And that's amazing. 